the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. What do you think is going to be the message for Republicans looking to add to the GOP numbers in the House? Well, Hugh, there, there is sort of this internal debate among Republicans. Do we just run against Joe Biden or do we present our own positive agenda for America? And that's what Kevin McCarthy is going to do next week. We're going to go to Pennsylvania as a Republican conference. We're going to unveil the, the commitment to America, which was a member-led initiative that, that Leader McCarthy orchestrated, where members got together in a room. We had task forces. And across the board, we, we will present our our agenda that we will run on through the tape uh, to the midterm election on November 8th. So I believe when we do that, when we go out and articulate that vision, that, and by the way, that, that vision is largely uh, uh, going back to the, the, the policies that we know that work from the Trump era, peace through strength and peace in the Middle East, $2.50 for a ga- for gallon of gas, for through energy independence, um, uh, a secure border, law and order and 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 funding the the police and supporting our police officers those are the policies that will appeal to the american people and i think when we do that you'll you'll see our generic ballot numbers go back up to what they were earlier in the summer as we present that positive agenda though those republican leaders who think that we should just focus on joe biden and run against joe biden i think are missing a larger point that if we if we present a positive agenda we're, going to, we're not just going to win a majority. We're going to win a majority that we're going to keep for a long time to come. I want to do both because I think the president is a disaster. And I believe the semi-fascist rhetoric and then the, the red setting speech were terrible for the American Republic. And I also believe the student loan bailout is a new agenda item that you couldn't have planned on because it's so awful. Are you going to add that to the commitment? Well, it has to be. Yeah, uh, yes. And, and uh, uh, Virginia Fox, who's our, our ranking member, was the former chair, will be the chair again of the Education and Labor Committee. Uh, but she's, she's got initiatives that will bring down the cost of, of uh, college education and hold universities accountable uh, to bring down uh, uh, student loan costs. So that, that's the, the right way to do it. And, and through the policies that we'll present in that commitment next week, I think you'll see substance uh, behind the talking points. But but you're right. I mean, the American people, over 80 percent of Americans say that America is on the wrong track. And Joe Biden's numbers are upside down. He's been the worst president, uh, if not of a lifetime, of, of uh, American history. A weak commander in chief that's invited our adversaries to act out in ways that we haven't seen uh, before as well. So uh, there, there's much to run against. But my, my larger point is we need to back it up with, with policies of our own. And that's what we're going to I'm excited. That's what we're going to do next week, uh, surrounded by rank and file members from all over the country as we unveil, unveil this uh, commitment. Now, Jim Banks, when I got a few minutes with the leader, I urged only one select committee. I know select committees are a dangerous thing, but I want a select committee not into the 20 year war with Afghanistan, but in the two months leading up to the catastrophic bug out. 
because that sears. It remains a terrible burden on the American conscience. It remains an invitation to our enemies to believe that the White House is weak. And we got to find out why did that happen? Do you think that's possible? Well, I, I do. And, and this is a, you know, a larger point about the, the philosophy of how the House of Representatives should operate uh, to begin with. Every single committee has oversight uh, powers and authorities and responsibilities. So on the Armed Services Committee, we, we will launch into investigations about Afghanistan, the, the withdrawal, everything leading up to it. And you're right. I remember going to the Munich Security Conference earlier this year uh, uh, before um, or uh, shortly after uh, the disaster that happened in Afghanistan. And Afghanistan was the black cloud that hung over every room that we were in with with, with uh, allies, with adversar- more adversarial countries. The rest of the world looked at America different after Afghanistan than what they did before. Adversaries don't, didn't fear us, and our allies lacked respect for us. So the fallout of that is something we're going to feel for a very long time. But you're, you're right about that. We, we don't need select committees. We need the committees to operate the way that they should, the way that they haven't in Pelosi's led Congress, they provided no oversight or accountability of this administration. That, that'll be a primary duty, a moral responsibility of how a House Republican led majority next Congress is to provide that type of oversight. Now, I can't, I'll keep pounding the table. We may disagree here because I want the American people to focus on one thing and one thing only, what happened in those 60 days that led up to the catastrophe. Armed services can do oversight, but I really would like a select committee on that. Let me turn, though, to campaigning. I've had the pleasure of meeting Amanda Banks, and I know that as a wife and a mother, she's 100% with you. What happened to the Banks' children during the shutdown? Because I watched uh, with my jaw on the desk uh, Patty Murray yesterday refused to say that the shutdown of schools was a disaster when she was on with Dana Bash. And I'm sure Tiffany Smiley went up five points yesterday because Patty Murray defended the schools as being, well, they didn't know what to do. We knew that was a disaster after two months, Jim Banks. What happened to the Banks' children during the shutdown? Yeah, we we have three daughters, Hugh, 13, 11, and 9, so uh, pray for us um, Hmm. uh, with what lies ahead. But what they went through through the pandemic was catastrophic. It It was emotional. It was... The, the, our kids were the the, the biggest uh, losers through the through the pandemic of of anybody, and uh, we we had to make decisions in a hurry about enrolling them in a, a small private Christian school in our hometown um, to get them in the classroom, and the the stress that that placed on our family, on our kids, on Amanda, my wife. Um, that that's the stress that moms and kids and families all over America were feeling. So th- those Democrats who are completely tone deaf. To what their their actions, their policies did, and what it caused to families, and how it held our kids back. I mean, and 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 subjects like math and science, kids lagging because of that that two year period of time through the pandemic, where they weren't educated in the classroom is something that is an effect America is going to feel for a long time to come. Now, I think moms and dads everywhere know this. I believe it's the hidden the hidden decisive factor in these elections. And I keep telling everyone. Do not vote for one school board incumbent anywhere. They're not R&Ds. They, they run as nonpartisan. But do not vote for an incumbent unless you are absolutely certain that they spoke out against and did everything they could to stop the closures of schools and have done everything they can to make masks uh, a, a voluntary thing, not mandatory, because they inhibit learning. There's got to be accountability. And Jim Banks, not one Democrat. I don't think one Democrat has dared to come out and stand against teachers' unions. They, they own the Democratic Party along with the legacy media. 
Yeah, they re- they really do. I mean, the, the the teachers unions across the country, they're re- they're ultimately responsible for these policies. They control these Democrats. They control these school boards where they funded these school board members to act on their behalf. And it's shameful. The the good news here is that I think by and large the American people get it. They see it. They they feel it. Uh, you saw it in in and uh, and Go- Governor Youngkin's election in Virginia. That that was a that that was. A year before the midterm, but I think those feelings and that sentiment carry on to this day. It's going to have a big impact on this upcoming midterm election, too. Of course, Democrats want to talk about Donald Trump the whole time, too. I'm never afraid to talk about Donald Trump because of the achievements that he uh, did with Operation Warp Speed, mostly the Abraham Accords, also the three justices on the Supreme Court. But they want to talk about 1-6. And I think the 1-6 committee was illegitimate. You were supposed to be the ranking Republican on that. That was vetoed. That committee became illegitimate from that moment forward. Jim Banks, Donald Trump won a victory of sorts. A special master matters, but it's not decisive. It depends on what the special master rules. But everybody in the media told us that wasn't going to happen. We just can't trust the media on anything related to Trump. <laughs> you really can't. I mean, the, the record speaks for itself. And, you know, where, where I come from in northeast Indiana, the, my, my voters, they, they, they see and hear this repeatedly over and over again. This, this is why they were so outraged by the, the, the fallout of the FBI uh, raid at Mar-a-Lago and, and being told that it was about one thing and now finding out it's about something else that's highly politicized. So at the end of the day, the, the, the public deserves, the, deserves answers. We deserve to know why they, they, they did what they did in an unprecedented way to, to raid the home of a former president. And, and hopefully this uh, this uh, 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 decision will lead to that uh, in, a, in a short, in a very short period of time. So let's put a bow on it. When do the Republicans get together to reveal the commitment document? We, we do it early next week. So we're right around the corner. I'm excited about it. We're going to do it in Pennsylvania. More, more details to come. But uh, as you know, I've been all over the country. I've been campaigning with candidates and just the last few weeks and Iowa, uh, Jeremy Schaefer in Pennsylvania. Of course, we have one of one of the best candidates in the country, Jennifer Ruth Green, in the first district of Indiana. I leave today with Leader McCarthy to to go to Texas to campaign uh, throughout the state of Texas over the next couple of weeks. And our, our voters are energized. The, the media is trying to diminish it and uh, distract from it, but our voters are definitely energized. And and when we put that agenda out, it's going to give our candidates a, a, a strong platform over the next uh, eight weeks to, to run on policies that we know work and also are popular with the American people. Jen Ruth Green is terrific. I'm coming back with Eli Crane, another uh, combat veteran of the war, like you deployed to combat zone again and again. We, we've got a great lineup, Congressman Banks. And I say we because I'm a Republican and everybody knows it. It's a great lineup of candidates. Yeah, yeah Eli Crane, another exciting candidate, not just a veteran, but uh, his business experience is something that we can use uh, greatly in Congress, uh, as I already said, Jennifer Ruth Green. I mean, she's uh, she served in Iraq for the surge and uh, happens to be African American in a in a African American district in the first district of Indiana, Gary, East Chicago. That's a district that Republicans haven't held for almost a hundred years, and she's the best candidate we've ever had to compete in a district like that. Zach Nunn, I saw him in Iowa last week, and Jeremy Schaefer, Jim Bugnett in Pennsylvania. Uh, so we, we, we really do have the, the best candidates I've ever seen, at least since I've been involved. And that, that's what it takes. Good candidates, a good platform. And it just happens to be at a period of time where the American people are fed up with the policies from the left and a, a president who's been just a, a complete disaster. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. 
It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.